Nothing shouts lack of confidence as a leader than the thoughts in our own heads that scream, wait, stop, you've got the wrong person. I don't have the answer and I can't do this. I can't lead. Those loud thoughts used to be ringing in my head until I learned how to have humble confidence as a leader. This is the Leadership on the Rocks podcast, where we equip and empower leaders like you to thrive in and create harmony between your professional and personal lives. I'm your host, Bethany Reese, and in today's episode, we'll learn what humble confidence is and how you can have it as a leader through difficult challenges. I will never forget my first year as an administrator, which (laughs) happened to also be opening a brand new high school in Texas. And yes, everything is bigger in Texas. This new school was huge. It was gorgeous. And it was ready to change lives for all that entered her doors. Now, when I was hired, there was no staff, no established culture, no systems and processes, and definitely no manual to guide me in my new role. I was hired as the Associate Principal of Curriculum and Instruction, so I was tasked with, well, in my opinion, a lot. (laughs) I was tasked with helping hire amazing staff, deciding the curriculum and courses we would offer, building the master schedule, establishing what instruction would look like in our classrooms, and I was over counseling English and special education departments. Now, (laughs) let me confess something. I went from being an instructional coach that served junior high teachers in their classroom to leading an entire high school. To say I outpunted my coverage is a huge understatement. Now, sure, I felt confident in my understanding of best practices in education, but I knew nothing about hiring staff, graduation requirements, building a master schedule, counseling, or special education law. I even bought a book off Amazon, y'all, Building a Master Schedule in 10 Easy Steps. (laughs) Anyone out there who's ever coordinated an event for thousands of people knows there's absolutely nothing easy about scheduling that or doing a master schedule. So here I was in a situation where I was in charge of things I knew nothing about. Every meeting I attended, they used vocabulary and acronyms I did not understand People called and emailed me and asked me questions of all kinds of things, and I hadn't heard of most of it, let alone could I make a decision about it. So you may be hearing all this and ask, "Uh, Bethany, so why in the world did your principal even hire you? And trust me, (laughs) I asked him that several times as I struggled with imposter syndrome really, really bad. Imposter syndrome is the feeling that you aren't who people think you are and that you can't do what people think you can do, which is why they hired you to do it, right? Every day and every situation I faced, I just knew I was going to be called out for not being qualified enough to be an associate principal. However, my principal, a great leader. Now, he saw something in me that I never saw in myself. He saw me as a leader. He knew that because I was an instructional coach, I not only knew the ins and outs of educational best practices, but I knew how to serve people. He knew that I had good people skills and that I always had vision of where education needed to go. He knew that I was a culture warrior because culture always eats strategy. And he knew I was always intentional in how I organized systems and processes to serve our school's vision and mission. And 
he knew that I was pretty decent at having hard conversations with others. Now, I want to reiterate, I did not know any of these things about myself. I just showed up and just lived my life and did my job. I just knew that I had a heart for Jesus and a heart for people. My heart for Jesus is what emboldened me to speak up when necessary, but also to provide service and grace. Now, don't get me wrong here. I'm not the perfect Christian leader, okay? (laughs) But I am confident in who I am in Christ, a sinner saved from her sin. And when you know what you're saved from, you become extremely confident in what you are saved to. So over the course of three years as an associate principal, I grew into what I would come to call humble confidence in my leadership ability. Every year, I encountered situations and hardships that I would struggle to lead through. But God is good, and He guided me every step of the way. Now, it bears noting here, I said humble confidence. Humble confidence in my leadership ability. So being humble or having humility is not about thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Humility is other people focused. And guess what? Like we talked about, leadership is people-focused. And confidence? Confidence is not the same thing as arrogance. Arrogance is completely self-focused, and it's thinking that you're better than other people. Confidence, on the other hand, that is trust and belief in something, and it can be found in multiple things. Like you can have confidence in God for provision and protection. Confidence in the people you work with to come together in unity to solve a problem. And yes, you can have confidence in yourself to do your job and lead. So what helped me survive all those years of challenges in the unknowns was humble confidence. You see, no matter the breadth of leadership influence, it's important that you know there are a few challenges that all leaders are going to experience. Whether you're new to leadership like I was, or if you've been a leader for decades, one thing is for sure, (laughs) you will always experience challenges. So let me give you three quick examples of what I mean by these challenges. So first, a first challenge every leader experiences is the challenge of time constraints. Everyone on this planet only has 24 hours to get the job done. And we probably all needed that thing done yesterday. Am I right? That includes billionaires like Mark Cuban and Warren Buffett and CEOs like Tim Cook from Apple and Andy Jassy from Amazon. Whether it's a billionaire, a CEO, or pitily little old me, we all have 24 hours in a day. A second challenge every leader experiences is leading through the unknown. Everyone goes through situations where they just don't have all the answers. It doesn't matter whether you're a first-time parent not knowing how to care for a crying baby or a leader in a service-based industry trying to save people's jobs through a social distancing pandemic. Life is hard and curveballs are thrown all the time. All leaders are challenged with leading through the unknown. A third challenge every leader experiences is conflict. Yes, (laughs) everybody has conflict. Whether it's conflict at home, maybe in the marriage, within their team, between their stakeholders, or with public opinion, every leader has to work to bring common goals and unity to the forefront to restore the relationship and move forward. Yes, everybody has conflict. So now with constant time constraints, not always having the answer in the unknown, 
but always having conflict, how can we become not only better in, but humbly confident within our leadership abilities during challenges such as these? All right, another way to ask the question is when we face challenges, how do we model the humble confidence of leadership like Jesus did? In their book, Lead Like Jesus, Blanchard, Hodgins, and Hendry discuss how Jesus was clear in his call to servant leadership by demonstrating the love of God to the whole world. But they go on to mention, quote, the exciting part of leading like Jesus is that he never sends us into any situation alone or with a plan that is flawed or sure to fail, end quote. The humility is in our service to others, while the confidence is in the God we serve. So let me say that again. In leadership, the humility is in our service to others, while the confidence is in the God we serve. In James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8, it reminds us that we're going to go through trials and tribulations of all kinds, even like some of the challenges I've already mentioned. But we should not fear them, but welcome them because they will test our faith and produce endurance. And we need to ask God for wisdom in knowing how to persevere through those trials. But we also need to make sure our confidence is in God and not the world or ourselves alone. So now specifically in verses five through eight in James chapter two, it says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, Be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. So now, divided loyalty here is referring to our confidence in God and our arrogance of self and worldly things. We're trying to be confident in both, and you can't. Do we try to lead through trials in our own knowledge and skill sets, or do we ask God for guidance? So the road of self-proclaimed leaders who seek attention, praise, and glory is wide, but the road to servant leadership filled with humble confidence is narrow. So how do we grow in humble confidence to lead through difficult trials? It starts with asking one of the hardest rhetorical questions you will ever ask yourself as a leader. Or let me say, (laughs) you better be asking yourself as a leader. What kind of leader am I? When Jesus went around calling disciples to follow him, did he pick those with the best organizational titles or natural skill sets? (laughs) That's a hard no. (laughs) He chose ordinary men like a ton of fishermen and a tax collector. He taught them, modeled for them, coached them through situations, and yes, gave feedback so they could grow. Through their time with Jesus, they became clearly focused on their mission to love and to serve others. That's humility. And they grew in their leadership ability by growing their faith in Jesus. That's their confidence. As a result, all of these men were leaders of a movement that continues to impact the course of world history today. Wow. Now that is a legacy of leadership built around humble confidence. So how can you and I grow in humble confidence as a leader through major challenges? Well, I believe there's four things that will help get us started on the path to growing humble confidence as a leader. (music) 
The first thing we have to have to grow in humble confidence as a leader is we have to have complete and total dependence on God. Because as goes our thoughts and our heart, goes our beliefs and our actions. So who is influencing your thought life and your heart the most? Do you allow your thoughts to just roam free and spiral out of control with anxiety, fear, or stress? If your heart is the source of your motivation for all that you do, who is your heart aligned to? Is your heart motivated by God, yourself, or worldly praise? To be humble and confident as a leader, you must put your relationship with Jesus first. No matter how stressed you become with the challenges you face, if your thoughts, heart, beliefs, and actions are not anchored in Christ, you will struggle. Paul even tells us in 2 Corinthians 10.5 that we must, quote, demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So when I was overwhelmed as a new administrator, (laughs) y'all, I began my day at 4.30 a.m. Yes, you heard me right. 4.30 a.m. I was grasping at the ankles of Jesus, begging for strength and wisdom for the day. And boy, oh boy, do we serve a good God. Whether it was making hard decisions about staffing or helping our school transition into the pandemic or just absolute heartache like grieving a student lost to suicide, God provided in every single situation. By spending time with him daily, my fears started shrinking and my assurance of eternity in heaven began empowering me to capture my anxious thoughts before they could ever get traction. And as my thoughts became captive and obedient to Christ, I grew in my faith. And guess what? I became more confident in my Jesus. So to become more humbly confident as a leader, you have to have total dependence on God. A second way to have humble confidence as a leader through major challenges (laughs) is to stop making it about you. So often, most managers and yes, even leaders are self-focused. How does the situation make me look? How am I being perceived? What am I going to get out of it? I was reminded daily and by my pastor at church (laughs) that I am not the point of God's plan, but I am a part of it. So you and I have to resist the urge to be self-focused. We have to stop thinking that we have to do it all by ourselves in order to prove ourselves. Because you and I, we're not as good as we think we are. When we shift our focus from ourselves and our image to serving those that we influence and meeting their needs, we gain better perspective. And guess what? Developing perspective always helps you see challenges more clearly because you see it from more angles than just your own point of view. So to become more humbly confident as a leader, stop making it about you. A third way to have humble confidence as a leader through major challenges is to recognize that there is no perfect plan or checklist, but that the wisdom needed comes from God first, not man. Oh my goodness, this one speaks to me in so many ways because I love reading and I love a good checklist and a, and a plan and a methodology. All right, most leaders do actually. Most people believe that a certain input will always equal a certain output. And I used to always think that if I just followed plan X, Y, and Z, then I would be the perfect leader. Wrong, wrong, wrong. 
Plans are never perfect to begin with, but they are definitely never implemented perfectly either. And if leadership is all about people, people are not things to be checked off a list. Now, this doesn't mean we don't aim for the ideal. Absolutely, of course, we utilize best practices in our field and work to become a better leader every day. But when we trust man's knowledge and some leadership guru's plan or methodology more than we trust God, we will lose humble confidence, not find it. So when a challenge in leadership comes, and remember, (laughs) it will always come, take time to seek the wisdom of God first and then consult other leaders or best practices. So like we've already heard in James 1, 5, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. There comes such great humble confidence and a great release of pressure when we accept the fact that we don't have to have a perfect plan and we don't have to know all the answers. So to become more humbly confident as a leader, recognize there is no perfect plan or checklist, but that wisdom comes from God first and man later. Finally, to grow in humble confidence as a leader, you need to know that almost all problems are in fact molehills. They are not mountains. Now, all the time constraints, the unfinished to-do lists, the unknown answers, and the conflict surrounding you can make you react like Chicken Little. You're running around stressed out saying the sky is falling. It can absolutely feel that way. But the sky is indeed not falling. Yes, you have a new challenge to face, and one may be more complicated than the last, but it really isn't the end of the world. Remind yourself of what is true. Jesus loves you no matter the sinner situation, and he can help you through any situation because he is the Prince of Peace, Wonderful Counselor, the Alpha and the Omega, and so much more. Another thing that is true is you still get to leave your job and you get to go home to family and friends that love you. Your identity is not completely defined by your job as a leader. You are so much more than whatever your title reads. Now, in my role as an educator, It felt like the schoolhouse was the hub where society, (laughs) I'm sorry to say, pretty much dumped all of its expectations and criticisms. I cannot tell you how much conflict and disrespect educators are exposed to. And I know I'm biased. From being cussed out in person or over the phone to being accused of things I would never dream I would have ever been accused of, I and every other educator have lived through some, (laughs) let's just say, colorful and stressful situations. But through each and every circumstance that I personally experienced, again and again, God showed me his goodness. I started to realize that I had lived through one bad experience and then another and then another. And over time, y'all, my fears and anxiety around these types of events, they just began to shrink. I worked to hand those situations over to God before my thoughts went crazy with them. He kept the situation in perspective and they stayed as molehills instead of becoming mountains to die on. I learned that each challenge would eventually be resolved and pass. And yes, it would be replaced with another one. And that's okay. But each molehill would be resolved. So lastly, to become more humbly confident as a leader, know that almost all problems are molehills, not mountains. Okay, let's recap. Whether you are new to leadership or you're a seasoned pro, 
You need to know that every leader will go through situations such as challenging time constraints, leading through the unknown, and experiencing conflict. But there are four things we can do to grow in humble confidence as a leader who experiences challenges like these and so much more. First, you have to have complete and total dependence on God. Second, you have to stop making everything about you. Third, you need to recognize that there is no perfect plan or checklist, but that wisdom comes from God first, not man. And fourth, you need to know that almost all problems are molehills, not mountains. By leaning into all four ways of developing humble confidence in our leadership, we become more comfortable in living in the gray. And that's where life is led. Because each situation and challenge you face will be different, and each stakeholder you serve will be unique. Challenges will always come. (laughs) Things are almost never black and white, and every leader struggles. So take heart, leaders, in knowing this. You serve a perfect God who doesn't expect us to be perfect. That's why he sent Jesus as our Savior. So go forth humbly serving God and others, and be confident that God loves you enough to provide for what you need in the moment you need it. Have humble confidence in leadership. God bless. Hey, it's Bethany again. If you're enjoying the Leadership on the Rocks podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Also, if you feel like this podcast is helpful, will you do me a favor and share it with your friends, family, coworkers, or anybody else who's trying to grow in leadership, but also wants that harmony between work and home? Thanks, and I'll see you next week. And remember, the most important rock you can build your life and leadership on is the rock of Jesus Christ. Today's Bible verse comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work.